Hello and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I'm Colby. With me as always is Steve Great Gob Kuzich. You're great gob. Yeah, great gob. You're great and gob. Today we are coming at you great gobs with another Outlander episode here uh, for season two of Outlander. What a season it was. We'll talk about it here in a second. Um, but first, uh, we appreciate all the support you guys have done. If you are interested in these videos, we hope you will subscribe and like um, our channel and our um, also our social media pages as well. I'll be linked below. But before we get into the nitty gritty details, Steve, let's talk a little bit about how we like the season. So if, you, if you're new to the channel, how we like to start out, we do a spoiler-free review discussion about it so if you're on the fence about whether or not you should watch the show listen to this part and then after that we're going to go into spoiler talk we'll recap it share our thoughts we'll say a bunch of weird things it'll be a great time yeah and Um, tell us what you thought too because we want to you know it's a good show for discussion outlander is a great show for discussion so we like to hear other people's ideas so don't hesitate so yeah we are talking about season two of outlander the show that is on stars premiered on stars network uh, you can watch the first four seasons on Netflix now. I think mm-hmm. some other countries you can watch all five, but anyway, uh, first four on Netflix, you can watch all In five on Stars. Yes, yep. U.S. This is based off of uh, Diana Gabaldon's book, Dragonfly and Amber, the second book in her Claire time traveler sort of series. Um, staying spoiler free here, this season, I would say, is at times some of my favorite stuff happens in the season and then sometimes a lot of my least favorite stuff happens in this season it's got its slow bits at times i think this season takes a little bit to get going yeah just for a general i like that we eventually get back to some of the the things i was really interested in the first season as far as uh some specific culture and some historical facts and cool things happening as well as uh, some of the big moments that have been sort of alluded to in the first season start totally. to roll towards and happen. Some of the things I don't like were uh, the first, I'd say the season is almost divided in two. Like, yes, I, I, I almost thought it was, I almost thought it was based off of two books when I was watching this. I was like, this is clearly where the first book ends. And then the right. second book, which happens in last kingdom, sometimes which happens in last kingdom. But that's not the case. This is all one book. And I would say that the first half of the season, there's a lot of things that really frustrate me about a character that I really like and what they do. And I don't I don't want to get any spoilers yet, but it's that person is very frustrating. What they do, why they do it just makes no sense to me. Not a not a lick of sense. Um, and it's just very frustrating. And, and I would say okay. the first half, too, it, it doesn't have all the things that I was interested in when I started the show, I'm sure a lot of other people really right. like this part, but I, I just wasn't. Yeah. But anyway, that's my, that's my sort of scoop there. What do you, what did you thought? Think Colby? I think it had a bit of a slower start to the season. I think, uh, like you said, it alludes to some things moving towards some things. A lot of the season is like almost a tease for one certain big event. It's like, come on, you want this? Come on, keep coming <laughs> for it. But we'll talk about that in a second. Overall, um, there's some of the most memorable moments of the series in this season. I would say it's got one of the better action parts of the whole show oh, yeah, at one point, point we'll get to. There's also some ab- some of the absolute like Oscar-worthy acting moments in this season from Katrina Balfe. Overall, really like the season. 
If you had to give it a number, what would you give it? I'm going to go 7.5. Mark me, before this day is over, I will make a believer of you. You know, uh, you know, some of it takes away from that score. Some of that stuff that you said that not, we weren't so interested in. No less than 7. Point. I'm going to go say 8. I see you have the heart of a true patriot. Seems like I go okay. 0.5 above you <laughs> for, for, for yeah, Outland. It's, mm-hmm. The first one, I was like, I'm going to add 0.5. If it continued on the path it was on at the beginning of the season, I probably would have been 7. But then the second yeah. half, if the whole season was like the second half of the show, I would have gave it probably a 9. Um, yeah, so. I think the second half was definitely nine out of ten. <clears throat> yeah, first half was more toward that, you know, six or seven. So yeah. I think that's probably why I landed at my score. Yeah, and that's that's and that's why I'm kind of leaning towards an mm-hmm. eight. And I'd say the first half still has bits that are worth watching. And if you were if you invested if you were invested in the show from the first season, definitely continue on, uh, continue watching this season. Let us know what you thought of the show too here, and then we're gonna get into some spoiler territory. <laughs> Spoilers! So you have been alerted. While we're here in spoiler cherry, let me talk about some of the thing, the big thing that I didn't like. So I can just rant about okay. it and get it done. Get it off your chest. I know the you're big it's thing. Like... Yeah, I'm a big fan of Claire Bear. People, you know, I I started you know the hashtag Claire Bear. You heard it here first, and so I I love her. But this season, she just pisses me off so much because uh, she's normally very logical and thought out and but also empathetic just awesome and i love her pretty much any other time during the show but the like i was saying this first half especially the first half of this season she's just so frustrating i mean the the big thing is that happened to jamie at the end of season one that like i said almost made me stop watching the show was he got raped by jack randall forever like forever and Tons of just fucked up ways just going on with that. And eventually they find out he's alive. He has a right. chance to kill him. And she's just like, no, because Frank, Frank. So if you were like, if that alone was the, the deal, I'd be like, all right, she wears his ring. She still likes him. That makes some sense because apparently what it is, is that, you know, I mean, we, we learned this in the first season. Blackjack Randall is the ancestor to Frank Randall. So if he dies, then hypothetically, that's uh, what what Claire believes at this point. This is what they what they found out is that he's the ancestor, even though that turns out not to be the truth. But anyway, though, that's what she believes. So she doesn't want him to die um, because she doesn't want Frank to Marty McFly away, you know? Right. So, right. That was still in itself was very frustrating to me because I was like, all right, but you plan on being in this time. You would never, ever see Frank again. Your memory of Frank would still exist Mm. and would be just as real. Like you, you, you would not, you would not ever see him again. You know, like if you lived out your life in this time period, you would never, ever see him ever again. She does end up going back to the future and we'll talk about how that, sort of tricked us to at the beginning of the show but when she goes back then to the future goes back to her husband she's just a complete bitch to him and <laughs> and i, yeah, I don't say is. it to be mean to her, to her. She, i mean that's just but if i was acting the same way she was i'd i would be being a bitch he is so like trying to be accepting trying to bring her back and start a relationship with her 
And she's basically like, I have another man's child. And he's like, that's all right. I'll raise it. And she's like, you don't understand. I'm the worst. <laughs> and just like constantly just like trying to like get him to just go away. And I'm like, I get it. You know, she's confused, upset, all that stuff. But I mean, it just keeps going. And it eventually it leads to him being like, don't worry, I'll raise the child. You don't even have to touch me. Go at your own pace. I'm going to be the most understanding husband. And then you got to leave that shit in the past. Got to leave the rest of your shit in the past. You got to bury that. Yeah. Because she had told him, you know, she comes back pregnant. Mm -hmm. Right. And so he finds out and it's kind of weird. His first reaction, Frank's first reaction is like, like happiness at first. And then he like puts two and two together is like, wait a minute. It's not my kid. Yeah. So it's it's, um, it's Jamie's kid. And he still decides to raise the kid, though. And he does raise the kid, Brianna. And but she still is just completely cold to him. Yeah, she was being really cold to him. Now I will, I will argue, I'll argue one point that you made. I'm with Claire about not killing Blackjack Randall. You know what I mean? Like I know that. Like, listen, listen, hold on. (laughs) I, I know. (laughs) All right, I'll hear you out. She's no, she doesn't think she's going to see Frank again. But I don't think that means that she wants him to die in the future. You know what I mean? Or wants him to not exist. Morally, I can like agree with her kind of decision to try not to kill black jack randall yet until he's you know spawned a child but but here's the i thing do agree that. with you i what what well the thing is the thing? so anyway though i reject all that <laughs> because 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 she like i said she doesn't even care when she goes back to see him I know. She's well, that's the him. confusing part. That's the confusing part. She is like, completely mean and cold to him. And that's what frustrated me. And I would agree with you that I was a, I was kind of upset with Claire. Uh, if if um, she if she that. went back to him and was at least warm, but confused and trying to make it work, then she I would was understand. Totally cold to him. Like she was cold. And if she wasn't being cold to him, she was being mean to him. That exactly. those are the and, only and, two things. And it didn't really make sense to me at the time. And, you know, maybe somebody will comment like a, a, a good reason. Maybe there's like a psychological trauma reason or something. Some reason why she was being cold to him in that moment. Well, I do know, obviously, he looks like Black Jack Randall. And I think and that, that psychologically is playing into why she is like being very distant from him because he looks exactly like this person who caused so much trauma in her life. So I think that's a big part of it. But you look at Frank's point of view. Frank was being a good husband. They went on vacation. She disappeared. He did not give up looking for her. Even when everyone was like, she left you, man. You got to, you know, he was being, he loved her. And he is so happy that she's back, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's being understanding. He's being, you know, he's giving her time and he's learning too, that he needs to give her space, you know? because of the way she reacted to him when he first came in and you just feel for this guy because he's not really done anything wrong uh to her you know and all of a sudden she is just being like that to him and it's not like he did anything so that's why i feel for him and you agree with me Um, then so you're agreeing with me no i agree that i (laughs) claire frustrated me i don't agree that like i don't think claire should have like just allowed jamie to just kill blackjack randall willy-nilly i don't agree there because like because at the time claire thought that that would make frank's life disappear and i don't think that's right i don't think it's right for her to like decide the fate 
of somebody, even if she didn't love him anymore. Like, I don't think she could decide his fate like that. You know, I think she's got a. I can kind of see where you're coming from, but I mean, at the end of the day, she hates his guts. And then if she allowed him to kill him, then she wouldn't have to go back into the future. And then she would have just lived out the rest of her days in the past and never met, met him again. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It's confusing because I think when she's in the past, it doesn't seem like she hates his guts. I know. It's just when she gets back. It's like when she gets <laughs> back. And it's like so frustrating. And may, I think maybe it's just, you know, A, yes, Blackjack Randall's face is Frank's face. So there's a lot of trauma there. But maybe it's just too, she just doesn't know how to handle this situation where she is madly in love with Jamie and she is devastated. She can't be with him and that he probably she thinks he probably died at this battle of Culloden. That mm-hmm. is that, by the way, that's the tease all season, you know, is that um, and that's basically a big plot of the season is that Claire and Jamie Claire basically tells Jamie, look, this is how you going to die. This is how you, all your friends and family are going to die. You know, that's fate. But maybe we can change fate. And that's kind of what they go to France. They try to find the prince, the Bonnie Prince Charles, to see if they can maybe talk him out of um, kind of helping that Jacobite rebellion rise up. And maybe the Battle of Culloden never happens. And then Jamie and Claire can live happily ever after. That's the plan of the season. So that's that's the big frustrating thing for me, as far as from a character right. point of view. Claire right. doing that, it just makes no sense. And people in, in real life, people don't make sense. So some like exactly. So I get that, but when I'm watching a show with a character I oh, like, it's frustrating. Who just keeps doing things that just do not make sense, and as a logical. Character, and I like Frank too. Yeah, and I like Frank. So that that's the one thing I don't like. And how you talk about this that their mission was to get Bonnie Prince Charles Stewart to stop with the Jacobite Rebellion, and that's why they went to France. So that's another thing as far as story wise too that I did not like because he said that was their plan. The plan does not work at all. <laughs> well, it's it goes everything they try to do. It seems in this show and this might change later. I guess we could argue about it. Just like Bernard Cornwall says, fate is inexorable. You We're can't bed full, da, 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 da. <laughs> You can't change fate. It seems no matter how hard they try in the season to alter the course of history and they, I think they probably do some things that are different, but ultimately it kind of finds its way back to the storyline, back to what is meant or to happen. was this all set? Was this already yeah. what happened before? Was, yeah, did, exactly. Did the exactly. timekeepers make it this way before? The and it's always been this way? And this there were no all... timekeepers, Steve. It's... <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know who marks the stones. We don't um, know. We don't know. So that was the other thing then, too. There's a lot of things like that that just, that either they they have no real impact on the story yeah. or they don't make sense. And that was the thing is half the season we're spent in froofy toofy France and <laughs> France is no, weird no offense to the French. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're just weird at this time and it just nothing they do matters. So that whole first half of the season really didn't, there was thing there was things in that time period. I mean, during that time they were there that mattered. Um, right as far as what the, what happens with the story going forward. But as far as the actual mission being there, didn't change anything. And then they end up then having to then go work for Charles Stewart to try and make it now so they can win. So the full right. first half, they were sabotaging the guy that they're going to now try and make sure wins. 
So how many things did they then on their own sabotage, which actually led to their downfall? <laughs> you know? And then with the Randall thing too. So I'm, we're jumping okay. around here a lot. But the other thing I didn't like as far as it just didn't make any sense. How I just, I ranted about Randall there forever. And then we we're like, well, the argument is that she kills Jack Black. Then Frank dies. <laughs> yeah, That's the argument that Claire does. It turns out he is not the actual father. You are not the father, Jack Randall. I am not your father. <laughs> classic scene classic it turns out he's not even the dad so the whole thing that she did the whole time she was pissed at jamie too when she went after him it all meant nothing that all meant nothing too but she didn't know that though i know she didn't know but i'm just she saying, didn't know that it didn't even mean anything. so her what the whole storyline just didn't matter her motivation didn't matter you know, I mean, like, we, we I'm going to put say... you in a hot seat. <laughs> what? I'm going to put you what? in a hot All right. seat right now. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Your, your girlfriend, whom you love. Yes. You go back in time. Okay. Yeah. And your girlfriend's ancestor was just the meanest dude ever. And it was a horrible dude. And it was just raping kids and horrible stuff. Right. And you have the choice to kill him or let him live. And you know if you kill him, girlfriend, going to disappear, never exist. Okay? But if you do kill him, he's probably going to save a lot of trauma in people's lives in that time. In this scenario, though, have I met just this gorgeous, curvy, redhead chick that just, we just love to fuck each other all the time? Have I? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you have. Okay. I'm killing that guy. <laughs> all right, all right. But in all honesty, now, now, honestly, though, I, I didn't think about it this way. I, I, I it, it, it sounds stupid. That I didn't think about it this way. But now you're putting it this way. You're right. I, I don't. Maybe I, I wouldn't do it. I don't think I could. I think you're. Really? I think you're actually right. Now I'm just thinking about this. Just curvy redhead. Just. just... <laughs> 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 I'm really just picturing like my girlfriend with red hair now is what I'm is what I'm yeah. doing. Well, that's like maybe Extra maybe that's like quick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever considered <laughs> being Black Widow for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> and then every day after. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'm I'm honestly I'm I'm seeing your argument though. I I really I I obviously I I couldn't. There's no way I could. You're right. You know what I mean? But I agree with you. It's frustrating because I had the suspicion once we met Alex Randall, I began having the suspicion that, oh, crap, this is this is going to be Frank's ancestor, Mm -hmm. you know, and everything they're doing now. This wasn't confirmed, though. Like, I I just was a thought I had. Yeah. It was like, maybe they could kill him now and that would be fine. And Frank would be fine. Well, again, Claire was convinced because on the documents that she saw back in her original time period said Jack Wolverton Randall. So it seemed pretty clear that it was Jack Randall. Let's let's just cover the Jack Randall here plot line, too, while we're on the subject. Yes. That, and we'll, we'll go back and we'll cover some of the beginning, how it starts, too. Um, and yeah. some of our thoughts when the actual season started. But since we're on the topic, let's stay with that. 
Um, as we mentioned, it turns out Jack Randall was not dead. In fact, a door falling on him did not kill him. Um, so yeah, on a bunch of cows <laughs> trampling him and Murtaugh going to look at him real quick and not slit his throat also didn't kill him. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that was frustrating. So they go to a party. Um, yeah. Claire goes to a party. This is where they start interacting with the high society, too, with the French. They meet Mary Louise de la Tour Aravangia. She's this uh, French woman. Turns out she's having an affair with uh, uh, Prince Charles. <laughs> Did I say that right, everyone? <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> At this party, they uh, Marie, too. <laughs> Mary. Oopsie. Did you say Mary? I, uh, yeah. I'm like, like anytime I try and pronounce from another language, I sound like I'm like Brad Pitt in Inglorious Bastards when he's like, Arriba Darche. Like, I, I just sound so American and just butcher it. Bongiorno. Bongiorno. She runs into uh, one of my favorite characters who i hate but i love him so much duke of sandringham yes he's so I mean, good he is the actor is too fucking good i mean yeah. because like he's a character you should just hate but i love every time he's on screen same same he did such a good job uh and he's like very uh deceitful and like he's such a politician like he's so proper and nice when you're face to face with him but as soon as it's just him and claire they just like scowl at each other and like he's like, like you're a piece of shit like you're <laughs> cut the record you're a foul yeah. woman you know that <laughs> i could have you killed <laughs> he's a great actor great actor. he's he's awesome and uh so she runs into him and remember we hate him because he's supporting jack randall and jack randall is the guy who raped jamie in season one he has a secretary there with him who turns out to be alexander randall and of course uh i'm sure from the, the way he's very smug and smirk about this, that the Duke of Sandrium found out that Jamie was raped and tortured by Jack Randall. And he just happens to be like, oh, this is, uh, you probably know my buddy here. This is Alexander Randall. And she talks with him and finds out that Jack Randall, Jonathan Wolverton Randall, captain of the Dragoons, is still alive. Yep. <laughs> the Dragoons. And... Then from there on, she decides not to tell Jamie because he's been having PTSD. He can't. Yeah, he's been dealing his, with that a lot. In this and season. now I understand, too, the, the scenes where he would mm. picture uh, Randall during his attempted sex with Claire because yeah. of what you told me about how he basically sort of got confused and sorry and Ed during that scene yeah. in season one. I can't um, imagine the trauma. I can't. So I mean, that's just <clears throat> it, it fucked Jamie up and he still fucked up at the beginning of the season. Claire decides not to tell Jamie she didn't want to make him feel bad. Right. Then also, like we said, she didn't want him then to or go the other way and be like, I'm going to kill that guy. And then she lose her husband. Eventually, she also meets Mary Hawkins. I think she actually meets mm -hmm. her at this party as well. Mm -hmm. And she um, knows Mary Hawkins also from that same sheet of paper. Um, Mary Hawkins and according to that piece of paper, Jack Randall had themselves a baby. Mm hmm. And that baby had another baby and that baby had another baby <laughs> and had another baby who maybe another baby, but then had or maybe Frank had Randall. several babies. even. <laughs> so she recognizes. Yeah. Mary Hawkins, who, by the way, is my girlfriend's least favorite character on the show. She is so annoying. No <laughs> offense to the, like the actor. Like, 
who plays her. Um, I'm sure she 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 probably was told to play it that way. I'm sure it's maybe it's how the book was or something because it's so specific. Yeah. A, a lot of things end up happening uh, during this time period. One of them, she eventually pieces that together. Uh, also, though, Alex and her end up having a little spark at that party. Right. Um, and then Claire decides to sabotage that because, again, she's just like, well, this is for my husband right. that I definitely <laughs> love. And I'm not going to just <laughs> just make feel bad as soon as I see him again for the first time in five years. So then she tries to sabotage that relationship so her husband can exist. Eventually, right. Mary gets raped by some yeah, guys. So Claire and, and Mary were I don't remember where they were, but they're out on the street at night. Um, and this, this, these guys with masks just jump out of nowhere and they start just, they grab Claire and they start raping Mary. They knock out Murtaugh. They knock out Murtaugh and Murtaugh was like trying to protect them. He was, that's why he was with them, mm. look after them, but they kind of blindsided him and they realize who Claire is. By the way, the person who was raping Mary, uh, it's important, had some kind of birthmark, mm. I believe on his hand. I and, don't know if it was him. Um, it might've been, I don't I'm thinking the guy. There was one of the one of the guys. One of the guys had a birthmark. Had the birthmark that she recognized. Gonna rape Claire, but he recognized her as Madame Blanche. Madame Blanche, and then all of a sudden they all just freak out. Madame Blanche and Claire is like, "What? Madame Blanche?" Mm. Um, And they disperse. And anyway, but you're right. So then they sneak back to this gathering that was being held. Um, at Claire and Jamie's Alexander so tries put to Mary in the room. Her? Yeah. 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 So they put Mary in the room and Alexander, who, you know, has a little crush on her, is very, you know, fond of her, goes and tries to come for her. But as soon as she wakes up, he's the guy standing over her, you know, and at, by the way, so far, my impression of Alexander Randall, very contrary to his brother, seems like a solid, solid dude. Seems like a very stand up gentleman. And mary's just reaction i mean she the last thing she remembers was getting raped Mm -hmm. and she passed out so waking up she is like in that headspace you know and she starts freaking out and alex is like oh uh." (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) i'm um, trying to be nice everybody so everybody hears the commotion and they come in and it looks really bad for oh it looks so bad he's like on top of her too on the ground Everyone who's at this party is high up, uh, high class people. I, I don't think they're lords, but they're high class. Well, they're rich the people. Duke of Sandringham is there. I think Duke Sandringham. Comte Saint Germain. Saint Germain Comte. Excuse me. <laughs> bless um, you. Yeah, <clears throat> yep. And so it's a very high profile party. I mean, and this party had its intentions too. And Prince, her Prince uncle Charles too? was there, I believe. Yeah, Prince Charles was there. Her uncle was also yeah. there, who's I think he's like a, a trader or something. He's someone high ranking up too, who sees this. Yeah. He sees this go down, and obviously then uh, Alex ends up in prison. And then because of that, Jack Randall ends up coming then to France while yeah. Claire and Jamie are at a sort of like horse breeding was thing. I think I think some were fancy. It was really it was really pretty this place, and that's that's the one thing about the first half of the show, and I think why uh, oh, it was in the books was just just to get all this cultured and class that yeah. was in France at the time. By the way, damn! If I could go to France and live like they were living, just like that easily, holy crap! So I, I mean, it, so by the way, it was Jamie's cousin, right? Yes. 
was a very successful um, businessman in France. A wine merchant. I mean, Claire's got a new dress every freaking day, like a nice dress. They have to servants. Get around. They have servants. They're living they drink like just whiskey better. Like water. They're living like 10 times better than they ever were in <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> I know. And they're just living the life like of luxury, it seems. But they got, you know, they're there for a reason. They're doing what Jamie they need to has do. also switched from being a guy who eats grass in a horse barn to playing chess and running a business and yeah. and just With like the, the France's elite. Yes. <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, but he knew France by the way, uh, French by the way, because of his time in the army before because he fought in France with, with his um with Ian. And I think he is he's probably had French toast too, correct? Uh yes, that, that is confirmed. He's had French toast and um there's rumored he's also had French fries. I didn't even know that. Is that from the books? That is from um <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a source. I got that from a source. Yes. A direct source. I can't say who. They're at this thing. I think what oh, why man. they got there was because the Duke of Sandringham asked Jamie to help him pick out a horse. Yes. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I think there's something important to mention before this. Because Claire find out that finds out that um Blackjack Randall's still living. Mm-hmm. And she tells Murtaugh this because she's kind of freaking out. And Murtaugh, they both agree, like, not to tell Jamie, right? I think Murtaugh might have wanted to tell him. But did they not tell him at first? No, they don't tell. They, they don't tell right. Jamie. No. They, yeah. So they, they're like, let's not tell Jamie. Um, but they end up it ends up becoming that she needs to tell him. Right. And it all comes out eventually. And she is so nervous of Jamie's reaction because he's had so much PTSD from this that she thinks he's going to freak out. It's going to make it worse. And it's so the opposite. Jamie is just like, <laughs> fuck yeah. That's now great. I can kill him. That's the best therapy for me. Like, <laughs> it, that's his accurate reaction. He's like actually excited because he's going to have, he's like, now I have the chance in my life to take out this, this guy, um, which is kind of, I wasn't expecting that. I was nervous too. Like when she was telling him, I was like, oh no, I don't want more trauma for him. And so then I just wanted to mention that. So Jamie's actually looking forward to the next time he meets Blackjack Randall, mm-hmm. which is at this thing that they were invited to, to help pick out a horse and um, and I, we talked about it too. The the first our during our season one talk, hate this character, but the actor, I mean, just does it so well. I mean, like when I'm watching Randall, this, yeah, Blackjack Randall, oh, Tobias Menzies, yeah. When I was watching this show, I mean, I never had. I don't think I've ever had as much dread when a character came on screen as Oof. when his does, because because he could just he could fuck you up physically mentally always around i think that's what gets it for me is his his psychological attacks yeah you know yeah he's very very manipulative mm-hmm. like going back to season one he really makes you believe he's going to be good at one point and then he just goes full evil like a hundred percent evil and he's so good at like playing that part and when he shows up at this thing it's pretty like, whoa, holy crap. I did not expect you to be there. And I'm I'm instantly terrified. Even though she's in a public place, I'm just like, they, they could do anything. This there's somehow he could order troops or something. I'm just like, this is this is not good. Anytime well, I see that. him, I'm just instantly yeah. full of dread for my characters that are around. I know. It's like, oh my god, no. Yeah. So she comes up to him and oh man, is it like, yeah, I was like my jaw was on the floor. It's like, holy crap i was thinking like they'd go back to scotland and he'd be there or something 
but he's there. I, th- I th- and, feel um, like his reaction to is how a lot of fans were. He's just like, looks at it like, yeah, no oh, shit. Yeah. His reaction <laughs> is shocked too. He, cause he didn't expect to see Claire bear there Yeah, in Paris, like, in Paris at, at this fancy gathering with all the elite. Yeah. So she comes over and starts talking to them. And also the King who we, we're going to talk about the King in a second. Cause he had a fantastic intro to the show. Oh yes. Amazing. Um, the king absolutely roasts him. <laughs> it was so. The great. king comes over and is just like <laughs> King Louis the XV. I think it is XV. Louis King Louis the Fifteenth. King Louis. L uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Fifteenth. King Louis. <laughs> okay. He comes over and just starts giving, just embarrassing this dude. <laughs> straight it is up, like, great. It's and, and blackjack randall is just trying to be like proper and everything and mm-hmm. and then jamie like after that whole trolling sesh from the, the king <laughs> jamie like pulls blackjack randall aside and claire's like far away and he like you can see him whispering something in his ear and they, we can't hear what they're saying mm-hmm. and they walk away but jamie's like not even like freaking phased like, you think Jamie would, like, be scared because of what this guy did to him. You know, Jamie's just... Because I think Jamie's confident in himself from a physical standpoint, too. Mm-hmm. Like, in a 1v1, like, when fair, bat, like, even ground, when, Jamie's when like, you, I, could, I could totally mess this dude up, but not, when, like, when, when I'm chained to been, a wall. Yeah, when he hasn't been tortured for 10 hours already, and then, yeah, you know, on the run bef- from the British before that and everything, yeah. so... So but I think uh, he, he that's when he challenges him to a duel, right? Yeah, he challenges him to a duel. And that's when Claire finds out she reports him then and, and ends up getting Frank put in jail or not Frank. Uh, Jack. Yeah. Jack put in jail temporarily because surprised she we, didn't try to get Frank put in jail. <laughs> when she was treating him. <laughs> she got back. She pretty much put him in prison. He ends up going to, to jail then. And so that puts a hold off on the duel. And then that's when she makes Jamie promise to her not to duel Jack because of Frank and all of that. And, and she's got to come clean to Jamie too. Yeah. That's when, that's when she like, yeah, look, that's his ancestor. Cause she hadn't really been open about that part. I don't think she said that before. No, she hadn't been open about that part. And she, I think she was afraid that was going to upset uh, Jamie and Jamie is upset that Claire's asking him not to kill black Jack Randall, you know, because who raped him for like days. Yeah. He's upset, but he understands. Well, he, he and agrees to it. He and agrees. Then, I, think I think he he sees where she's coming from, but he's also like, I don't like, I don't owe Frank anything. Yeah, I don't know Frank. And then he again, I, think I, he, I see Claire's side, but yeah, I you know, I I've come around. I'm still frustrated though, and uh, it, it frustrates me too, especially kind of at this point having the suspicion that Alex is the actual ancestor. I didn't not, have that suspicion. I was just yeah. I think I think guy. when when Blackjack <laughs> showed up again. Yeah. I think I started thinking, oh, maybe it is Jack Randall who who is the dad. Maybe he like takes Mary by force or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he does something devious or we had G- met this character for we had met this character, Fergus. Yes. By the way, this kid who was a thief on the streets. And Jamie actually used him, befriended him, intercept kind of get inform- intercept things for Prince Charles and to try to to try and learn uh, more and to sabotage it and stuff like that. Yeah. And this, and is, this kid has basically well. become cool. like a surrogate son for them. He's pretty much become for them, a son. Yeah. yeah, Claire and Jamie end up really caring about him. 
and taking care of him, which is really cool. And Murtaugh, too, kind of kind of like the, the rough uncle. Like what happens is Jamie had agreed not to duel. And Jamie and Fergus go into this sort of... It's the, it's the brothel it? where he always meets Charles. At. Yes. And he's going to go deliver a message or something there with him for their, their mission there to sabotage the Jacobite Rebellion. And all we see is, is Fergus walk into a room and he's, he picks up and it's like Lavender, I think. Even I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah. And you, even, you see yep. a red coat, you know too. Room, you know whose room he's in. Oh, man. And then so we see that. And then we eventually see that Jamie has just left a note to Claire saying, sorry, had to go duel Jack Black here. Yeah. Is it then that we see him come in, Blackjack saying, you're not what I ordered, but you'll do? I think think so maybe and that's all we see at that point i think no i don't even think we see right. uh, we don't see that yet maybe know. we do i don't know but that's all we see if that's what we see that's all we see at the point i put it two and two together easily i was like something bad happened to fergus in that room there yeah really kind of fucking sh- and you knew it was blackjack just by the lavender and the coat oh yeah even but, even if it was just the coat i would have been like that yeah. that's it jamie of course does not leave any rationale why he's doing this he just said sorry he wrote a note and everything though like he went home wrote a note and then went out like he could have wrote like, how many words does this say blackjack tried to rape fergus five <laughs> words he could have written and claire could have like been like, <laughs> been like okay, okay that makes sense <laughs> okay um and that's what happened or not we tried to blackjack raped fergus there are three words Claire, um, by the way, Claire had been kind of spending her days helping with, um, was it smallpox that was going through? Well, there was a um, bunch of diseases. She was helping at this hospital. So, yeah, uh, and she uh, she's immune to it all, so she's perfect to help because she's been vaccinated and everything, and, and <laughs> she meets this awesome yeah. nun. She's been working at a pro bono clinic with uh, a pro mother, bono clinic, yeah. Mother Hildegard. Mother Hildegard who is pretty awesome character as well. She's very yeah. intelligent in, in the ways and the ways of healing for the time. Um, almost to the point where she can like keep up with Claire, like, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive. Uh, but um, hold on. Claire knows all this modern medicine. Her dog though, can smell an infection in a human being in, in, yes. in point to it. <laughs> yes. Which is awesome. Bhutan. I think <laughs> which is awesome. Is? That's where she's been spending her days. So she comes back, sees this note, and that Jamie, and by the way, Claire could, Claire's still pretty pregnant at this point. That Jamie went to duel, and she is so upset. She just, <clears throat> um, she just freaking had the agreement that she, he wasn't going to duel this guy to save Frank's life. And now Jamie did it. So she, she can't even see any reason why he would, other than that she just betrayed, he just betrayed her. Hmm. So she's very upset. She tries to go to the duel to stop it from happening, save Frank's life. And this is one of my favorite parts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is truly, I love this part. They don't really pretty, ever allude to it again, though. They don't ever. No, they don't. I wish they, they did. Yeah. But we come in and there's a big gathering and they're out in kind of the countryside away from things because dueling is illegal at mm-hmm. this point. You're not allowed to do it here. And Jamie and Blackjack are having a freaking sword fight. Pretty awesome. They show a good bit of it. Fairly even matched, I would say. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, they've had different training, but a lot of experience, both of them. I think Jamie's definitely the one who's like winning most of the time. 
most of the time. And he's got more passion into it. I mean, yeah. especially now that what happened to Fergus, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. And Jamie's like, you are never going to rape another thing again, at least with your wiener, because here, <laughs> boom. <laughs> he stabs him. He stabs oh, this guy. That was great. That was one of the most satisfying moments so far in the show. You could have killed him. You could have killed him. And I wish he did, but it was almost better that he just like stabbed his genitals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As a man, I normally am am very uncomfortable with genital violence. But this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, I was like, yeah, when it happened, I was like, I I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The end of an era, you know? (laughs) They never allude to that again. He's never like, well, he was going to try and rape me, but his dick was cut off like <laughs> like i wish something like that would have happened like he like he just has like claire in the room like here it comes and then yes and just and this blank. kids is why you and this kids is why you should always wear steel plated cups when yes. when going into battle I, th- I think fencing i think they do wear cups even like without even real swords i wear a cup i wear a cup in all sports i played i'm yeah. messing around Mm-mm. i did for football especially hockey in hockey, like you take block shots, hockey pucks, like it was part of my job. Well, all of your and you could easily sports. take one to the nuts. All of your and sports baseball... had balls flying. Randall, uh, Randall, I guess, never saw a duel that ended that way before. Yep. And they and... both go to jail. And that's yes. uh, eventually then what happens is continuing with the, the Randall storyline. They're back in Scotland. Uh, they she ends up running into Mary, who's taking care of Alex, who they alluded to her earlier was unwell. He had some sort of respiratory disease. Of I think that's of. an important point we make, too, because this is part of the Randall storyline. Um, we kind of left Alex in jail back in France because of his, it looked like he was raping Mary. Yeah. Um, Mary totally came clean. She realized that she kind of made it look bad. And Mary wrote, you know, that's not what happened and wrote a letter. And he was released too um and then they kind of fell in love mary and and uh alex yeah but you're right alex got sick back in scotland and it looks like he's pretty bad they end up claire comes in to check him out and he's just he's definitely about to die yeah and it's actually blackjack randall who seeks claire's help for this Mm -hmm. which is crazy and meanwhile by the way you know there's a lot of Scottish, you know, the uprisings happening. They're they're getting men. There's, you know, planning all these attacks. And it's I think this is actually for the Battle of Culloden. The information she gets. Yeah. Oh no. Well, it, yeah. It's she's trying to avoid the battle still. So she gets information from him. She she basically is like, I'll help your brother in exchange. You have to tell me where the British troops are and your plans and everything. And this actually shows Blackjack Randall actually does love his brother. Cause he's willing to give that information. Um, and Claire's thinking to herself, okay, this is great. This is how we can avoid the big battle of Culloden. If we do like an ambush attack and just stop it from happening, mm-hmm. you know, this will be the alternate blackjack is like kind of freaking out that his brother's dying. Claire's trying to help Claire. She does everything she can, but he dies. He dies. But before um, but he, before dies, though, he dies, mm-hmm. he makes, uh, his wife Mary and his brother Jack uh, get married. So that because Mary's pregnant, by the way, Mary's pregnant with yeah. Alex's child. Yeah, I think the child's name is well. <laughs> I don't know if I'll say it right. Is there... It's it's D E N Y S. Denise Dennis. It's, it's his son. Dennis. 
who is the then leads to be the ancestor of Frank Randall. So what's important is that the reason why he wants his brother to marry Mary <laughs> is because basically without Alex and if he just left Mary to go on her own, she would probably be poor. The kid would have no status. Um, but if she married Blackjack Randall, captain of the dragoons, would, captain of the dragoons, this kid would have a lot of status. He'd have a name. He'd be able to make something of himself. He'd have a good life. And so that's why Alex on his deathbed is demanding this happen. And, and, and Jack Randall is just like, no, no. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> but he ends up doing it. <clears throat> yeah. Claire convinces him. And I think why is, she's yeah. okay with it is because she knows that he's supposed to die at Culloden like tomorrow. So she's, <laughs> so she's like, yeah, go ahead. Marry her. Go, absolutely. Yeah. And, and as long as she has been married, even if he dies, she'll have status. She'll have like land. She'll have mm-hmm. money, you know? Yeah. And, and the kid will be able to thrive. Yeah. So he does it. And it was something very interesting as his brother's dying happens. Jesus. Oh my freaking God. You know, because I was like, we're seeing a side of Jack Randall we haven't seen, like a loving side for his brother. He's been on his best for his brother. And that must have led to a lot of pent up rage. uh, Because, like, I don't know if it's like the moment after his brother's last breath or like right before it. He's not even cold yet. (laughs) His body's not even cold. And Claire and Mary are standing there. Murtaugh, maybe too. Murtaugh's been around, by the way. No, Murtaugh's no? not. Well, Murtaugh did witness the wedding between yeah. Mary and Blackjack. So Murtaugh's not in the room when this happens, but he jumps on his punching. brother's dying corpse and he just starts punching it and brutally, brutally punching it. Like, what? I, I see, again, that is just freaking bananas, but it just yeah. fits so well with his character and the fact, too, that he had said like he had never laid a hand on his brother. Uh, when Claire was trying to convince him to marry uh, Mary, and he was, she was like, "Maybe you'll have the same control." And he's like, "You can't. There's no way. You'll, yeah. you know, can you imagine the things I'd do to her? Like, it's probably just That's something. True. He's just, who just had pent up, like you said, just pent up, just this crazy. Yeah, he's almost like sadistic. Like you don't want her around me. Like, yeah. He's almost doing it like I can't control these impulses and I don't want her to have a shitty time. So let's not do it this way, mm-hmm. which is like, OK, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I <Like>, guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but don't forget the date that Claire told Jack Randall in season one about his death is coming right up. And I think that's on his mind. He does his bro a solid before he smacks the shit out of him. Smacks him. <laughs> <laughs> he marries his wife. Oh my god! Oh man! But that's that's the end of then the Randall storyline. We cover a lot of other ones in there well, too. But briefly, let's touch on some more of the stuff that happens in France before we jump yes, all the way yes. to Scotland. So when when the show first started, too, I thought I had missed an episode between seasons. Oh, me too. I called you because you watched it before me, and I was like, "Yo, did did is." a season missing or something what's going on yeah it's because she's back in the 1940s now that's how it starts and it's just like what and 
she ends up asking who won the Battle of Culloden. The guy's like the British. And that's when she goes back to Frank and she has Jamie's kid with her and everything. And then that's when I fi- I start to figure out like, oh, like she must have come back after they got to France at some point then. Yeah, she's, like, now she has the baby. But I was I was a little confused at first. I was confused. Well, I was confused, too, because something else happens in France at one point, too. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that that then when different... that happened, Claire ends up having a miscarriage during yeah. the duel. And she was bleeding like the night before when she was with she was helping out. Yeah. The, the But the stress of the duel. Hospital. But that's what the stress of the duel. Yeah. And well, I was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, how is she pregnant now? Yeah. If she lost a child then. But this is yeah. after that. So I was a little confused, yeah. too. A lot of confusion. And it ends up becoming very clear. Pretty much pick up then right where season one ended. Where yeah. On They're the just boat, getting to France. Yeah. Landed France. Um, it turns out another boat there just had a guy come off and he has smallpox. Like you said, Claire is vaccinated, so she can't get it. Or very early on, too, they meet their like mortal enemy in France. Like <laughs> Saint Germain. Comte Saint Germain. Comte Saint Germain. If it sounds like we're pronouncing count wrong, well, there must be something wrong with your ears. Comte. Comte. With an M and an E at the end. Yes. You, you dirty people. You. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, this fucking cunt is <laughs> such a. Uh, like. Oh. He's, he's, he's upset a, means, because it, his shipment just got destroyed because of the smallpox and because of the smallpox. Yeah. And he's he's just a constant, like you said, their their rival there. Yeah. Um, he ends up even trying to poison Claire later on, but it, it turns yeah, so out she, and she had met this. Um, what's the guy's name? Master, Master Raymond. Raymond. Yes. Who's pretty awesome character, but he's like a healer of the time, an apothecary, and and Claire befriends him because they they're on the same level. Like they get they get herbs, you know. They <laughs> future medicine stuff. Yeah, yeah, they know. He seems magical too. This master. He does seem like very magical. He's and, like roll the bones, and the bones they show things, mm-hmm. and he seems mm-hmm. like he knows she's from the future. He says like mm-hmm. a line. Like along those lines, like from other times, even or something like. I think yeah, he has like a dinosaur yeah. bone. He's a believer. He's a believer. He mentioned something about the certain like thing people use for poison that buy from his shop and stuff. And that, like Claire, you know, Jamie's playing chess, and Claire's just kind of lurking around while he's playing chess, just getting turned. And she drinks her <laughs> drink, and she like can smell whatever that thing is that master raymond had told her is used for poison there mm-hmm. and she's like shit i just got poison luckily claire knows how to you know but it was it was one that he only gives out fake poisons though when people order right. a poison he gives out this specific fake one yeah it's a fake one but she knows that's what he gives out yeah master raymond i think it was master raymond gave claire this necklace after she got poisoned, that, yeah, I think. That was after she got poisoned. And the necklace is white, but it turns black in the presence of poison. Mm-hmm. Right. So which now she'll know. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, so now she'll know. So she wears that all the time. Eventually, too, Mary, when she gets raped and stuff, like, I'm instantly thinking that's Count Sanjiman. That's He's Count at that dinner. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and the same thing, they like immediately accuse him of poisoning her. And he's just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. 
but it's like yeah, i bet it was him you know it was definitely him but he's denying it he's denying it and you know we do find out that it was him that tried to poison her but, but he, we he do find out who... it wasn't him who did the rape what he did was he hired men from the duke of sandringham to do the oh deed. yeah yeah we oh, eventually right, find right, that okay. we find that out from the duke of sandringham but so eventually oh, right, though right. there's this trial uh, when Claire's trying to get Jamie out of jail for deal dueling, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Jamie's in jail. Jack Black. Oh, by the way, King Louis the Fifteenth. We meet him taking a massive public dump. And, <laughs> like what the hell? What's Someone's going on here? Around waiting. Like it's like my worst nightmare. Like <laughs> <laughs> just fifty people in a circle around me while I'm just like ripping it. You know what I mean? <laughs> He was like, trying. I have to take a dump at work. You know what I do? I turn the radio up a little bit. I go and I turn <laughs> the fan on. I like. <laughs> I try to keep it silent. And this time, this dude's just like, everybody watch me. Audience, please. Yes. <laughs> it was like a thing. Like for all the other, yeah. these other elites too. It's not like. Like if you were just like watching like a bunch of uh like I don't know vagrants watching another guy shit in an alley, it'd be like, all right, that makes sense. You they know, gotta have these like shocking things that just like pop up on the screen. In season one, it was the is the <laughs> is the uh, the uh, breastfeeding into the jug thing, the, and just then it just shitting. it just cut to, and then this one is just cutting to this guy just ah. But, but so, the point I want to make is the yeah. King Louis, then he gets all done up and he's wearing his weird French stuff. And he is like very attracted to Claire. I mean, Claire is again, you know, she's still one of the most beautiful women of her time. <laughs> yeah. And, and he just is, all, he, but to, I think to every female though, he's like very um, flirtatious with, mm-hmm. I think that's part of his character. The girl he has um, at that party too with him has like her nipples pierced through yeah. with this dress. She's like wearing a dress, like her boobs hanging out, and like he's a very like uh, sexual type of dude. Like he's yeah, you know. Anyway, so he's flirting with her, and then when Jamie's put in prison for dueling later, Claire will do anything to get him out, (laughs) and she kind of has to stoop to that level. uh, Unfortunately, that she's actually going to be willing to do whatever it takes to get him out so she goes there all looking good to be flirtatious she's flirting with him and he's like he's like flirting back at this point and that's when he's like hold on i want to show you something and he opens up like a secret door this is a pretty cool part yeah. goes into this like weird culty type room this like mm. demonic type room and he brings out yeah saint germain and master raymond who had disappeared at this point because um i think king louis had like set out a like anybody who's practicing magic or whatever who's yeah. suspected of it is being you know will be so hung- he had to run away but i guess he got um he got they caught. captured him yeah this is where then uh Kant sanjiman ends up then admitting to poisoning her and yeah he's like and she he's- doesn't die from poison so she's a witch and she's like yeah. i'm a i'm a good witch I'm La, La Dame Blanche. Madame Blanche. And all the French people are like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and what does King Louis ask of her, though? Like, you need to tell me which of these ones are 
Yeah, he was going to have some sort of trial or something. It's a trial. I can't remember. They bring the snake out, and they're like, if you put your hand in here and the snake doesn't bite you, you're good. (laughs) If it does, (laughs) you'll die in a very painful death in a couple minutes here. And she's Um, like, wait, I got something better. Right. Let's use the poison that doesn't actually kill people, but it looks like it is attacking you. Yeah, because she even even as much as Saint Germain is as much as he's been like awful to her and tried, you know, she thinks she tried to have her raped and poison her. She still like can't bring herself to kill him because she could very easily just be like, it's him. He's the one (laughs) that should be killed, you know, and you want him to get killed as the audience. And she really doesn't want Master Raymond to get killed either. No, I don't want she likes him. Right. So anyway, she goes and she's like, if if we give them both this poison, whoever is innocent will live. And the other will die. And she knows in her head that they'll both live. And everybody will be happy. Raymond takes the poison. Keels over. But is okay. And I remember they and showed it, it from like hmm. a very low angle too. And I was like, oh, that was odd. Maybe that was just yeah. like, a, like a DOP choice. Like a cinematography yeah. kind of thing. But as the, the glass brings- of poison is passed back to her and she pans it over to Saint Germain who she had had a conversation about her necklace with earlier by the way her necklace her white necklace turns black <laughs> which Saint Germain Master Raymond and Claire all they all realize that this is actually poison mm-hmm. it's a pretty awesome moment that was and awesome. I feel Saint Germain is like oh, oh at the time oh, why? <laughs> at like, the time I felt bad for him because again we didn't too. we didn't know that he had hired those guys that ended up raping Mary at the time we had exactly only, we had only known that he had tried and failed to poison Claire and it was one of those things in the show that it was like suspicious like oh I bet they're just making us think it was him yeah he takes he's like you know what screw it downs that thing dies King's happy. He's like, wow, this actually made Claire look actually magic, you know. Mm-hmm. But we find out that it was Raymond had done a sleight of hand. He took some of his extra poison that he keeps on him in, in, in for this kind of situation. <laughs> he did a sleight of hand as Claire, as he handed the thing back to Claire with poison. And that's why pretty, pretty dramatic moment. I like the thing with the necklace, how it turned black. That was pretty awesome. Um, <clears throat> and then you're like, all right, well, that's the deal then. Because he said, I will let yep. him go if you do this thing. And you're like, all right, that was the thing. You said, come and do this thing. And then he goes in there. He's like, well, we still have to have sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then, just lets him do it. And it's kind of frustrating. It's like, I don't like that. It's like you said, that, do a thing. And that was the thing. That was your one was thing, thing, King Louis. Thing. But to get her husband out of jail, she just submits. And takes like two seconds, though. <laughs> and uh she's done and like when she's done too she's just like hmm, all like prim and proper and like hmm, you have a good day and you as well yes mm, yes, yes you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Indeed. yeah jamie gets out and that's pretty and, much after that yeah They're like Fuck but, this shit let's go back to scotland <laughs> let's go back to scotland oh france is weird man like <laughs> what the hell uh, but one thing I want to mention too, a couple things about France. Yeah. First yeah. of all, we mentioned the, the miscarriage, but the scene after Claire's miscarriage, Jamie's not around. Jamie's in prison. Mm-hmm. She's by herself, except Mother Hildegard's there. Um, Marie Louise, I think, comes and um, yeah. 
and because she kind of befriended her as weird as Marie Louise was, you know, getting waxed at the beginning. And um, (laughs) but she ended up she was a friend. And by the way, Marie Louise is pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) Marie Louise is pregnant with Prince Charles, baby, which is another juicy detail that other juicy beta gossip for you yeah it'll be a gossip but it wasn't supposed to be her ba- his baby um and they try using that too to like dissuade him from become you know doing the jacobite rebellion they but just, none of it works <laughs> they try everything so anyway claire's just lost a child she wakes up she feels her belly belly's gone and she's told that the child is in heaven now and is an angel now or something mother hildegard actually brings the child's body to claire and Claire sits there like all day, smiling, singing to the baby, kissing the baby, you know, and it's just tear jerking. It's just uh, it's difficult to watch, but it's amazing acting by uh, Katrina Balf. I mean, just thinking about it now, I'm getting like a little bit emotional, especially the moment when um, Mother Hildegard and Marie Louise say, like, we have to take the baby away. We, you know, we have to, she has to move on. And Hanks Marie Louise comes up to take it from her. And it's just her giving the baby away. I mean, I don't even know what to say. They ended up uh, giving the baby a name too and burying mm-hmm. it, which was against religion, but they did it anyways for her, which was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Also, too, she was going to die from like an infection. Yeah. But yeah. Master Raymond used magic. Like He like came in and apparently magic. a lot of people, um, including some of the king's wives, I believe, actually died from that same infection after childbirth in real life. Oh. So that was a very common thing at that time period. Kind of an afterbirth infection. But yeah, Master Raymond just freaking uh, Assassin's Creed stealth mode coming in. I mean, like freaking Dobby coming into the infirmary and <laughs> in, in Chamber of Secrets. Oh, but he freaking... fingers her and he cures her. So, I mean, that was... <laughs> and, um... yeah. But he used magic, though, which was kind of odd because most of the show, other than Stones, has been uh, all science-based stuff. And then here we go. Here's some actual fantasy that isn't the stones yeah and he wasn't there wasn't a there was an explanation for that one i thought he just snuck in and he literally he rubbed his hands over and he he honestly fingered her and that's what like cured her from the inside and he left claire's by herself with this she still thinks jamie had betrayed her she's so upset life sucks right now i mean it sucks she goes, Jamie gets out eventually, and she finally finds out. She's really mad at him for betraying, but she finds out that Jamie decided to actually duel because he caught Blackjack Randall raping Fergus. And she's like, hey. uh, <laughs> and, and, but, she's still mad. She's still mad, but it kind of like, I get it. I get it now. You know, mm. you kind of had to do that. You know what I'm saying? At this point, so, like, wh- how much? You know, how many times does this guy have to do something? Oh, the only other thing is Murtaugh and um, there was a whole thing where Murtaugh had faked a robbery to get Jamie, make Jamie look good in front of St. Germain. 
Murtaugh and Fergus actually go to deliver some alcohol. They go on like a voyage. And they so they kind of leave the show for a little bit and they meet them back in Scotland later on. Yeah. They needed to kind of get out of the picture for a little bit. So like we said, the, none of the, the none of the things happened with Bonnie Prince Charles worked out. Yeah. Um, first the, first half <laughs> of the France stuff was a little slow. Second half was pretty damn interesting. Yeah. That's when the show started rolling. Um it was pretty awesome. I really liked from that first half there. I really liked uh Jamie's recovery mentally. And yep. uh we, we touched on it some in season one. Uh uh, not that uh, I I'm like we need we need more men mental health or anything, but uh, I think women being raped is pretty prevalent in people's minds and and stuff like that and how they deal with it. But it was it was pretty cool for me to see then this guy because I was like, how's this guy gonna come back? And like, mm-hmm. is he gonna be a just a wimp forever? But he comes back and he's he comes back as a manly dude again. He challenges this guy to a duel. He cuts off yeah. his wiener. He, he eventually becomes a commander He's checking all the boxes i mean <laughs> so it was it was really cool for me seeing him recover there uh yeah. with that that was my that's that's the part i really liked i was really frustrated with claire because i felt like she was just just disagreeing with jamie and just doing the complete opposite of what he wanted and then and then just turning off everything he yeah. wanted to do like she was she was because so jamie frustrated. was mad that she was going and helping the sick too like well, that he's was like that is not him. the prerogative. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I, that, well, that time I was frustrated with him, but I could tell that that yes. was still like him being frustrated with his feeling of, of inadequacy and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. One thing though with Jamie too that sort of pissed me off and was a little frustrated. But he he ended up like sixty nine with some girl from the brothel. Yeah, what the hell? And I was like, what? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, this is a good thing, Claire. Yeah. And he's she's like, like, what? He's like, I didn't go any further, but like, I felt so alive after you told me Blackjack was alive. So, I mean, it was, I guess that was like part of his recovery, like coming back that he had like sexual desire again, you know, and they end up having sex later and stuff too. And like, so we didn't get a lot of sex the first half of the season too, which was kind of disappointing, you know? (laughs) Also too, who starts for me, I, I loved him in season one. But who starts to come out as a top-notch bro is Murta. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. And he is so mad at himself for not protecting Claire and Mary when they got raped too. He yeah. really feels guilty about it. Remember that for later, um, toward the end of the season. But he is a bro in France. He's a bodyguard, and they end up confessing it all to him. And he's just like. Obviously, I'm going to believe that. You keep forgetting that we're in 17, whatever, <laughs> and we are like we believe shit here. We we just know like he's we, he literally says, "Hmm, you should have told me that before." It punches him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. He's like, "All right, let's get on with it." And Jamie's like, "Let's Sounds go." Good. Like, why don't you just tell me? And that's like such a guy way too. It's just like, I mean, we we don't like hit each other every time, but it's just like, oh, all right, you well, asshole. Good. Yeah, thank you for telling, finally you told just me. telling me. Yeah, you asshole. That's like all we right. say. Yeah, you yeah. should just tell me, asshole, and then never go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Murtaugh's a bro, man. He's good. And let's just get on it. Let's just talk about it to um 
Duke Cassandrian likes to say. Yes. Okay. Claire eventually she recognizes that the Duke of Sandrium. She ends up with the Duke of Sandrium after some Jacobites uh, have to go on the run. Yeah. She ends up at his place. Mary also happens to be there. One of Duke of Sandringham's servants is a guy who has a birthmark on his hand. And at the time, birthmark. Yeah. At the time, the Duke of Sandringham's trying, trying to set up this trap to get Jamie so he can get yes. back in good graces with the, the English, the British military, because right. he was the aiding the Jacobites. What ends up happening is then she puts that together. She's like, all right, can't trust this guy tries to get a letter to Jamie. He tells her that it was him that was hired by Count Sanjiman. And you're like, all right, good. I don't feel bad. He got he was killed now. But it was also his idea to have the girls raped because he wanted them killed. And he's like, no, 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 no. Let's be nice. Just rape him. Yeah. He's a bad dude. Yes. Mary ends up coming around to and hearing him like talk with Claire about this. Jamie and Murtaugh end up finding the place, sneaking in without getting captured. Mary ends up killing the guy with the birthmark, the henchman, stabbing him. Yeah, stabs and him. Then, and then counts. Uh, no, counts the Duke of Sandringham is like just walking away from this. And Murtaugh, who like just walked just... in the door and heard all of this, and he's just like, This is my main quest. And just this is my moment. Objective. This is my moment to shine. <laughs> it was, this was amazing. <laughs> Oh, this was. And, and by the way, Duke of Sandringham, he really went crazy. He really lost his head. He. Um... <laughs> this was my favorite kill from the show. This was oh. my, hands down. And there's so many other characters I wish were my favorite kill. But this was my most. I didn't know that this was going to be my most satisfying. Like until it happened. Just just grabs him by the hair. Starts hacking at his neck with an axe. Picks up his head. Lays it at Claire and Mary's feet like a good dog, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, here, I I made a promise that I would avenge you your injustice that happened to you, and I lay it at your feet right here, and I was just like, yeah! <laughs> oh my god, how satisfying! That how was so amazing, satisfying. great moment fantastic moment there oh my god that that like so, sealed it the whole time i was like i yeah. love murtog like when he but was that, messing that around was... with the maid with all that the other bro stuff with jamie and then but that one i was just like you're my favorite now you are hands down oh. the best dude you are hands down my fave Duke of sandringham's dead now you know sad that the character's not in the show he was a really exciting character i love really his made, character made the show really fun um but really great death and uh I don't know if he's going to pull through, you know, at the, at the time I was like, ah, maybe he'll be back for season three. Maybe, yeah, you know, <laughs> no. I mean, season six is so, still coming out. I think later so he this could year. be. Yeah. We haven't seen him again. So who knows if he got healed or not, but uh. <laughs> we ended France. Like we said, they were like, let's get yeah. out of here. Let's go to Scotland. Let's actually try and win the war. Now that we were trying to sabotage this whole time, even though they're still trying to find ways not to get to the battle of Culloden, yes. you know, so they go to Lord Lovitz, who is Jamie's uncle, right? On the Fraser, no, on the Mackenzie side, I think. Fraser side, right? No, you're right, Fraser side. I think because he's got kind of a, a thing with the Mackenzies. Yeah, they're trying to convince him, like you know, give us men for the rebellion, and then Column actually shows up and is like, 
no, you need to not do that. You need to like, <laughs> like Colm's a smart dude. I really like Colm. And he's like, this is a doomed mission. So you need to sign that you're not going to join. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they're arguing and, and yada, yada, yada. Eventually, Jamie is going to sign over Lollybrook to get the men was the deal they ended up yes. working out. Yeah. But then Claire ends up going back to her Madame, Madame, Madame Blanche character and yeah. telling the whole vision that she had heard from a, uh, another maid who had told her that she was giving this vision to yeah. to the guy, but he cut her off. Lord Lovett is very superstitious and he believes all that stuff. Yeah, that, that kind of sways him a little bit, but not really. And then yeah. but then his son stands up and says, well, I'm going to help him out with men. And still, you're like, well, nothing happens. He doesn't get. Any yeah, he, he's just like, sit down and shut up. <laughs> I know. He's such a and, so he guy. in front of column, he, he signs the thing. He's like, we're not going to join. We're going to stay neutral. And so you think, yeah, we're going to stay neutral. And you think like, ah, well, this is this sucks. You know, mm-hmm. they couldn't get these men. By the way, in this whole thing, um, Leary's around and Claire She's sniffing Jamie's panties again. I know. But she tries to apologize to Claire. She tries to, you know make things right but claire's just kind of being cold to her until she she realizes you know she realizes okay maybe we can convince her to convince the lord 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 son son to join you know so she tries that angle they they're leaving they think they were unable to convince lord love it and lord love it like rides up and he's like yo uh guess what i'm gonna give you my dudes but my son and I are uh, our name, you know, my name's on that paper, so I'm not going to be around, you know, but you can have the men. And that way, if you win, I'm going to come out and say I supported you. But if you lose, it'll look like I stayed out of it. Pretty like, oh, damn. OK, pretty cool. And he like I was like didn't like him for a lot of the time he was in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, he was making me I kind of like the character, but he was making me mad. He's and then I was like, I was like, OK, this, that dude's pretty awesome right now at this moment. Like, and it's cool. it's just great seeing them get the men um and then jamie ends up taking them and starts training them in the military way that he yeah. had learned when he was a french soldier so again you're just seeing the confidence side of jamie again he's coming yes. coming to then then we get the bros back too which was yeah, awesome Dougal and rupert and angus and apparently willie uh, apparently the actor got into another show oh so they say he went to the Americas in the show, the character, and met somebody there and is out of the picture. But yeah. in real life, apparently the actor um, got a big part in another show. I don't know what that is, but um, and they had to write him out. So anyway, hmm. Angus, Rupert, and Dougal are there. And Dougal is like kind of throwing a wrench into Jamie's plans because he's like starting to train people in guerrilla warfare. Hmm. He's like, we should do it this way. We should, you know. He got his shirt off all the time. He's just running it. And, I was sweet and when Jamie they and him board yeah. though and stuff. It was literally like right after Jamie made this awesome speech about how you need to move in line and yeah. all this stuff. And and then all of a sudden they just run down shirtless, <laughs> yeah. covered in like ash. And they don't know what to do. Jamie's guys are like, well, what? <laughs> and so Jamie and Dougal are butting heads on how they should do this. And but Jamie Jamie's the one who stands firm. Got the men. It's Jamie's who's yeah. got the men who's because uh, Dougal is from the McKenzie clan and and so is Angus and Rupert. And like we said, uh, 
McCollum is not supporting this. So they're right. They're right. outliers from the even Ken- back to, to season one. Dougal was a Jacobite, you know, yeah. all for the Jacobite rebellion. So so he's he was like, hey, in. I've been a fan since the first season. You know, like you yeah. guys are just coming in season two. You yeah. know, like that's not fair. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, they train and they're, you know, all that great stuff. They're always button heads. Yeah. Eventually they end up meeting up with Charles Stewart's army. Oh, and by the yes. way, Charles Stewart, if if you didn't know, he is yeah. a real historical figure. And yes. he was really the one who led the Jacobites in Scotland. And it it's it wasn't just the Scottish too that made up the Jacobites. That's why they're I mean, it's mostly Scottish Highlanders who wanted sort of freedom from the English rule, right. which is even though it's Britain that Scotland is a part of, they they wanted to be their own country uh, right. pretty much again. And they also wanted a, I think it was a Protestant yeah. king on the throne. And that's right. who Prince Charles' father is. He is a Protestant uh, right. guy who's in hiding with the Pope, I think it is. Um, yeah, so. Or is it Catholic? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I forget. I think you're right. But, but yeah, um, but anyway, his his father's in hiding. So he was a real figure who led the right. Jacobite army. In history, it did end up actually ending in 1746 yeah. at the Battle of Culloden. Um so he, I mean, apparently he got a, he escaped though, apparently. He escaped and went to the Isle of Skye and he apparently, according to the legend, he disguised himself as a woman to go. Mm-hmm. So and that's what actually the song that the song, yeah. the intro song is based off of is based off of yep. the song. They just switched lad and lass uh, mm-hmm. with that. And that's actually a song about, uh, Oh, Bonnie Prince Charlie there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the, the actor does a decent job of playing a sort of sniveling character. The sort of like, you know, he's kind of, an, he's pretty annoying at times. Mock me. Mock me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he really relies on being advised by others. The actor plays that character well. Yeah, they end up meeting up with him, and he's just. And how long did it take you before you started noticing he said "mark me" all the time too? Oh I, I remember, like, I started like I was like, I think he's gonna say "mark me." I didn't even like notice. I was like, he's gonna say "mark me," and he started out a sentence yep. like "mock me, James," and all uh, <laughs> the time, all the time. And then I was like, oh, that's a thing he says all the time. That's his thing. It was funny. Yeah, I have to look that up. I wonder if that's historically accurate. I wonder if like he's always like mock me. Yeah. And somebody just like puts a mark on him with a marker <laughs> every time he says that. <laughs> just like... just a, a going tally <laughs> on him. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, this is right around the time when they find the spy. Little did I know that this spy would end up being one of my favorite characters in the show. Yeah. And we don't know this yet in this season, so I'm not going to talk much about it right now. Mm. But uh, he's pretty cool in this moment, too. And his name is John Gray, and he's a young um, British... Well, he actually, I think he even came to try and kill Jamie. Like, yeah, he, he thought to he... Kill him while he's taking Red Jamie. Yeah. The, um... But Jamie's like, nope, doesn't work on me. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so he thought he could do it and they have him like held down and they're trying to get info out of him mm-hmm. and that's when claire like comes in and she's british and john gray does it snow you know he's like oh, you must be you know they must have you captive or something and so they play off that mm-hmm. you know 
they're like, you better give us the information or we're just going to, oh, we're going to do her. <laughs> we're going to do things to her. <laughs> they can't think of anything bad. Just, Jamie's like, I'll, we're I'll gonna, do the sex with her. We'll do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do all of the sex. We'll do that. Those things that, you know, <laughs> the grown up stuff. It was funny, like watching them like play with each other, like is like the yeah. characters too, like like oh, like like you you know it's fake, but then them two trying to act it up. Yeah, and John Gray's like, no, like you can't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> not your wife. <laughs> he doesn't know, so he's yeah, like, he doesn't know it's his wife. So he thinks he's doing a, a such an honorable thing by protecting the dignity of this woman, mm-hmm. and he reveals where the the british army is and some of their guns too i think it guns is. yeah and he thinks he's doing an awesome thing for this woman and then jamie actually doesn't kill him yeah. he like ties him up for those men to find um and john gray swears revenge on jamie but he's like i'll give you you spared my life so i'll give you one but after that oh boy <laughs> oh they you don't, don't want to know what's gonna happen after that <laughs> it's a dead after of that, honor he's though like, he's like it's after a- that's done you know, then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you someday. It's a debt of honor, though. Yeah, but anyway, John Gray thinks that he did such an awesome thing. Yeah, you know, to save this woman. <laughs> so anyway, it, I you know I didn't know that he was gonna be a character who came back. Um, they end up and... going on this cool night mission where they like they oh, take yeah, out the yeah. cannons and they they're like they're like they come back with all the the wheels and the axles and stuff. And Claire's like they still have cannons though, mm-hmm. and he's like but they can't carry them anywhere now. Like, like they weigh a ton. Yeah. Like I was, I was like, that's clever. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. And then not um, long after that, they end up having it's my favorite episode. I think yes. of the season, they end up having the battle of Presbytans, Presbyt, Pres, Preston pans, Preston pans. Thank Preston you. Pans. And this was actually, a real historical victory for the Jacobites yep. in 1745. Also, I'll tell you another historical bit about it is yeah. they're actually led in through like some farmer's son, some young boy who knows the land, like led them on like the right trail to attack. Like he's like, wait, I know a secret way that we in can go life? that you won't be seen. That apparently that's based on a true, like that really happened. Oh, apparently there is the a show. story. And it happens in the show. So apparently that part was actually true that there was a, a young boy who showed them like a path that they could take for the battle just to kind of take them by surprise before the battle happened. Dougal has his Dougal. Oh, has yes. His before the, Oh yes. We need to talk yeah. about this. So they're trying to, they're trying to figure out, okay, what's their range. Can we, the British are set up on the other side of this marsh, the British yeah. army, the red coats are set up on the other side of this marsh. They're, they're literally like, in vision in sight oh, yeah. of the other they army each other but they can't fight each other and they're like how yeah. like let's just see if we can go across this marsh or like what's the range if we can take a horse through this marsh then we know soldiers can get through if the horse yeah. doesn't work then let's let's not risk it yeah exactly because if the horse gets stuck and they're in range it's going to be they're going to be sitting ducks mm-hmm. so Dougal, they're like who's who wants to go out there and see if they can get if they can reach us with those guns <laughs> looking around um how about how about you Dougal? how about, how about you <laughs> now Dougal like Dougal's like he was I'll pumped for it. it yeah he was pumped this was like his moment this is where he's gonna prove how 
much of a Jacobite. I'm more Jacobite than you. I'm more <laughs> Jacobite than you. Now he's going to prove his worth here. And he takes his horse and he just rides forward. Old Town Road. I'm going to ride oh, to could, the British oh, they should, shoot. Going to they should put that my song. horse down the Old Marsh Road to the British. Going to shoot my Shoot at Preston. <laughs> and he goes and they're shooting and it's kind of hitting the ground. And then he gets like to one point, and one shot actually grazes his head. It knocks his hat off. It knocks his hat off. It's like holy shit. I love that he just gets up though and sort of like looks at it. You can tell he's a little shaken too, which I thought was like yeah. brilliantly played because yes. he's so badass because he picks it up and he looks at it and he sort of dusts it off and put it back on. He's like, yeah. and he like calmly he's like, all right, I guess I'll go back. Like this, yeah. I'm in within range. It's awesome, but. Like he was still like a little shaken as he was doing. It. He's like, yeah. Like, you could just tell he's like a little shaken. He got knocked off the horse, and his horse was getting <laughs> he stuck. Says something after. Th- yeah. What's he say? Do you remember? He says something about shitting his pants after <laughs> when he gets back. Because <laughs> he looked all tough, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, you're awesome." But he says something like, "I shit my pants." So. <laughs> yeah. I love that he just goes out with his arms out like this too oh, on the horse. God. It was that was a great Dougal moment. That was an Are awesome. Are you not entertained, <laughs> Outlander fans? Like seriously, it was awesome. That was okay, and this Dougal is again this half of the season Dougal. is just awesome. I love and hate Dougal. I mean, Dougal's yeah. an interesting character, but I want to love him all the time. And this was a moment I was like, yes, Dougal. So Dougal is ready to fight, and so is everybody else. And that's when you know this marshland in between. They kind of realize, okay, it's not a good strategy to go across there. Mm-hmm. We need to replan. That's when the they get the the secret passage that this local kid knows, and that's where the battle of Preston Pants happens. And they put it into action. And this Claire battle, sets up shop with oh. some other women to like get the wounded. Then when they come in, mm-hmm. so they can take care of them. And the the guys go out with their with their and, tartans on and shields yeah. and swords. By the way, Murtaugh and Fergus had come back by this point, and they were so happy to see them, especially Fergus, because like Jamie and Claire have really taken them, him and his son. Uh, so we're so happy that he was okay. And she, Claire's like, Fergus, you got to stay and help me with the with this stuff. And he's like, ah, I want to fight. I want to go and, with the men and fight. He pulled Nutrid. He pulled Nutrid. Pretty awesome. So they do. And this battle, one of the best action sequences in the whole show i gotta say and this is just great for any show i think because just like running out in the smoke with the slow-mo i would figure that it would make more sense to wear more clothes during a battle but like they stripped down even more like jamie always had on like this professional uniform they go tribal just has like a loose shirt on and a kilt you know (laughs) like (laughs) yes and it's cool because like the British are like in the they can't see anything and like just like they come out of nowhere and just the Highlander killing. cry the battle cry yes. which is a real thing they would do would just yell when they charge I'm sure a lot yeah. of other armies did but that was like I guess pretty synonymous with the Highlanders at the time pretty it's awesome, an awesome battle. scene it's an awesome battle. Dougal is has lost his mind he's had first of all he's had a great battle his stats are way up uh, good numbers. <laughs> You look at the sabermetrics of the battle. He really, <laughs> you know, <laughs> his stab percentage, his accuracy was about 80, 80% and plus. Uh, <laughs> and, and after the battle, Dougal is like still killing the wounded. Like he's like, like diving on him. You would do though. You would finish yes. off the wounded though. 
Yeah. Yeah, but like but he's enjoying it. And but he even did it to apparently like one of their lieutenants or something, somebody that like Charles did not want him to do it to. He killed. Well, yeah, remember and we see that guy too who was the the blacksmith from season one who had like rescued Claire yeah. from them. Yeah, he was, a, he was a good dude too, and he killed yeah. him. Um, so that ends up making Prince Charles angry later on when they get back. But another important thing that happens is Rupert during the battle got slashed by a sword. Mm-hmm. I want to mention something too. Before this all battle happens, some of the camaraderie moments, Rupert and Angus, we got a lot of cool moments like by the campfire with them. And there's another couple dudes that we don't really know. And they're talking about how like, all right, man, if, if I die, you get all my stuff. You get my CDs. You get my, you can get my, my Game Boy. And like Angus and Rupert are like, huh, maybe we should do that too, you know? Yeah. And they end up doing it and stuff. And so anyway, so that was just one thing that kind of comes important after the battle. Some great bros. Great bro moments. Rupert um, gets slashed by a sword. Um, and it looks like he's going to be fricked. Um, there's some pretty awesome parts, though, where like Angus saves him. You know, I think he shoots the guy who's like about to actually finish Rupert off. Mm-hmm. And then, and they show and then, like, like a cannonball lands near him and like knocks. Yeah, him Angus kind of gets blasted by a cannonball, but you think like, oh, he he didn't get hit by it. He was just like launched by it, you know. At the time, you're like, okay, I think he's gonna be okay. And he comes back and he carries Rupert back. Rupert looks like he's gonna die. Like I thought Rupert was done. Yeah, this you know? was a great scene. One because you're just they're just amping you up with all the bro, the bro love you're feeling here with. Yeah. Like Angus is like. Like he brings him in and it's Rupert. It's like, save him. Yeah. But Claire's like, well, like, you know, Hippocratic Oath here. Like, uh, like I have to like triage people based on severity and who I'm treating right now. And he's like, Claire, this is Rupert. Do it now. And she's like, yeah, okay. He's like, right, no, you're right. yeah, yeah, we're not messing around with that, Claire. Like, so like it was just so great, like seeing the bro love <laughs> and like you're like, Rupert is definitely gonna die. That looks bad. Yeah, and, then, and Angus is sitting there, and the more they show him, the more Angus is like, kind of going in and out of it a little bit. Like he's like looking down. He's like, he's like, huh? Is he okay? You know? Yeah. But they do a good job of like making you think Rupert's gonna die, and that Angus is like sad. And then all of a sudden, like toward the end of it, Angus collapses. He has got had internal, internal bleeding, bleeding. Yeah. From that cannonball, and he's the one. Who ends up dying and like shortly rough. after he dies rupert like wakes up and is okay oh, what a what a twist that was that was just and he goes over and he takes the sword too and yeah it was ah uh, man that was that was like i i have to say that episode was probably one of my favorite episodes yeah. from the whole yeah. series just the battle, the bro moments, and just that whole misdirect. It was just selling yeah. you that the guy with the obvious sword slash is going to die. But meanwhile, it's actually probably what would be more realistically kill you that you don't see a lot of movies when people get hit by explosions and stuff yeah. is that you, you get internal bleeding and you die, you know, right. and that's what did it. So, and then, like you said, Dougal comes in, he just starts just like attacking because they bring in British uh, men too to heal them they're just like we're just gonna heal whoever now the battle's done we won let's just heal whoever and Dougal just comes in bloodthirsty raving yeah. and prince charles had earlier after he had walked 
the marsh with the horse gave him a hug and that was just like for him that's like us meeting bernard cornwall and bernard cornwall yeah. giving us a hug you know <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden then now like prince charles just sees him just behaving like an animal to these other guys and he's just like like i don't want to see you anymore. can't have that but yeah. jamie ends up which stepping is like in. which is like oof yeah. to dougal because dougal like almost more than anybody else believes in this cause mm-hmm. and like really w- believes in um prince charles so he's kind of heart-wrenching for him forever yeah so it's like not good and i think jamie kind of saves him and makes him look a little bit better he puts him in as that, like a scout that, rough rider kind of yeah guy. yeah so it keeps him in the action too keeps him in the action yeah but now he's so, away from jamie and he won't be interfering with jamie's command right um but after this so they end up eventually they're like let's go to london and then yeah. but one thing we keep seeing though this half is the the two other main advisors and leaders of the army have always been at odds and now they're like they're both like oh let's turn around let's not go and jamie's just like we didn't yeah. win we didn't take london before when this happened in claire's future in her past but but so let's do it now so that we change the yeah. future then basically and so that we win yeah. and they're like ah, nah just don't want to and yeah <laughs> so they they leave and like they pretty much put the army on a break and that's when which is discouraging to the army too yeah yeah it's very discouraging and then uh i think even prince charles wanted to go through with it but no one else would like yeah like don't want to risk our men don't want to yeah we don't know. It's London, you know. So then that's when uh, Jamie's crew ends up trying to ride back north. They get cut off by British. Rupert... Rupert's having a tough, <laughs> tough, tough second half of the season. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he just recovered from his sword slash. Not even fully. I don't even, I don't even really get how he got shot in this because it looked got like he shot. got shot in the back of the head because they're running away. But it was his eyes. So I don't know if they're at an angle. I don't know how that happened, but got his he, but he got his eye. eye shot though yeah so sucks. now he lost an eye they're held up in this church they end up making a deal to let claire go and so they can go because she's english um, right. and that's how she ends up with the duke of sandringham and yeah we uh, talked about that already talked and about that. that went down it they end up eventually getting back with the army the whole jack randall thing happens yeah and that's when jack randall had given the position and they had like a plan where like they were gonna like do that like ambush attack mm-hmm. secret attack before the battle jamie it was like a last ditch effort and for some reason like charles had, charles got lost he, like, i think he got lost and they abandoned that plan yeah they got lost and in it's the just woods like and it's just like again history keeps like it's gonna happen the way it happened you Destiny know is nothing they can do i know it's fate is inexorable it's gonna happen now yeah. Culloden is about to happen they have one other idea jamie's like maybe i kill prince charles you know i don't want to but I, you know if it's gonna save us all and everything um we'll, and then we'll change the attack all that claire Dude. had used this medicine earlier on yeah. column because he oh, was yes 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 he was dying and he ended up giving his men then to Jamie, actually, which pissed yes. Diggle off even more. And she had given this medicine to Colm to end his life quicker. Yeah, Colm showed up ready to die. He wanted to. He had one last request of Jamie, and he wanted Jamie to like also 
kind of watch over Hamish who was going to take over for the McKenzie clan. And, and he wanted Jamie, not Dougal, to be the one to kind of oversee that before it happened. You know, sort of like Alfred asking Uhtred to, you know, watch over Edward, yeah. you know. And Jamie is like, oh, okay. Yeah. Claire gave Colm something so he could die peacefully. And this is what kind of upset me too, was that Dougal is just so mad at Colm. And he's just like, he's first, he's like, he yells at him when he says, he basically gave it to Jamie and not Dougal. So he's upset. And he goes back to talk to Colm. He tries to do like a heart to heart. But he still gets mad at him. He still yeah. says some stuff. And Colm's just looks like, over. I <laughs> he's like, I'm shit. out. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I don't have to listen to this shit. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were you saying? Yeah, I'm terrible, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah keep going what else am i okay uh, fucking i hate that though it's like i want them to have a reconciliation i know i wish they had something mm, but it just was like a horrible ending for them yeah you know there's just nothing and good and then like Google's we said then before the battle of Culloden, then Dougal uh, overhears Dougal ends up overhearing claire and jamie saying let's use this same med on prince charles then he'll die yeah. he'll, all he has to do is drink something he'll die it, like no one will know it's us but then Dougal hears this and he's just like, like i'm a jacobite bro like what are you, you know, saying? like like what if you like let's say you were in the army mm -hmm. like right right now and you overheard like somebody on your side say yeah i'm gonna sell us out i'm gonna like betray everything we've been working toward yeah i'm gonna kill our leader i'm gonna assassinate our leader here like, what would you do? So, like, I don't blame Dougal for what he did. Not at all. He's just standing up for, you know, Jamie can't have that. Yeah, they fight. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, him and Claire do a nice couples, a nice couples thing together. They yeah. they bring down a knife and kill an uncle together. <laughs> I don't like that it ended that way. I was really hoping Dougal was going to, like, have a triumphant, like, a cool ending and... Um, I, I wanted him wish... to fight in the Battle of Culloden. I wanted him to die in the Battle of Culloden. You know, I didn't want him to die, but I wanted him to die like that. And he doesn't even get to fight in that. Oh, that's so that's, frustrating. That's that's the greatest tragedy. Is like that's where he would have been fine dying, but yeah. he has to die before that in a like a liquor room. I think if Rupert comes in too. Rev Rupert ends Rupert. up seeing this. And yeah. they're like, let's get another one. No, they're like, no. Rupert, just don't tell anyone. There's a battle coming. Can we at least wait till afterwards? And Jamie's just like, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. We'll all be dead. We don't have to worry about it. And <laughs> so then they need to, Jamie and Claire, this battle is going to happen. They've tried everything, but they need to do something now. Claire's pregnant again. That now complicates things. How she was yeah. pregnant at the beginning of the show. And it, and it complicates things because it's like, you know, she's like, I want to die. You know, I don't want to leave you, but it's like, well, our daughter needs to grow up in a time, and, and I think and when it's safer there. He had made her promise that if something happened, that yeah, she would go back then to Frank. That yeah. might e that might have even been when she made him promise about Jack Randall, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. it was it was at some point he made her say like, if Claude happens, and you're gonna have to go back, you promise you'll go back to your man. You have a guy there. He'll take care of you. He loves you, right? You're married. <clears throat> so he's like, this battle's happening. I'm going to stay. I'm going. I'm going with my men. Like, that's who I am. I'm going to do what I can. And uh, 
I'm going to take you back. You've got to go back to the future. Yep. Um, it was also, too, another awesome bro moment from Murtaugh. He, he says, take my men away. And then as they're getting ready for the battle, Murtaugh shows up and he's like, hey, I thought I told you to go away and take the men. And he's like, I sent them on the way. They're going to be safe. He's like, I'm not leaving you here, bro. Mm -hmm. That was sweet. Yep. I love that. That was awesome. Jamie ends up taking Claire then to the stones. She can hear the buzzing. She's like, don't you hear it? Just come with me. And he's like, I don't hear anything. He even touches the stone because I'm like, well, test it out. And like, it was yeah. literally like they knew that we were going to say that because he literally puts a hand right on it. Nothing happens. Yep. And he, he gives her one good, one good redhead bang before he sends her yep. on her way. <laughs> just right in the, just right in the moss. Yes. But it, it really, it's, it's a touching scene. My girlfriend was crying thought, during this. My iron girlfriend was just like tearing up. I know. It's so, it was sad. Uh, it was a good, it was sad. well done. Very well done. Yeah. We don't see the battle of Culloden yet. That's oh, all we see. She ready. goes back. In this episode, we also get a lot of future stuff, or like 1968 stuff. Right? Yep. And we meet Claire and Jamie's daughter, Brianna. Would we meet her here? We met her. Yeah, we, Maybe we not meet in this her. Episode. I don't know if it's this episode. We met her throughout. I mean, she's in this yeah, episode, though. Yeah, yeah. We find out that Frank is dead. Brianna, like, is not happy with Claire, her mother, because she was not treating Frank very well. She doesn't understand why Claire ends up telling Brianna. Yeah, they're what in happened. Scotland because they're in of, Scotland. Uh, Reverend Wakefield died. Roger yeah. now is a grown up, the little kid he had adopted yeah. that we saw back in season one. And he just falls in love with Brianna instantly. Yeah, it's great chemistry between <laughs> two of them. Yeah, a lot of good chemistry. Um, I like Roger at this point. You know, he's just a nice guy, really good dude. Yeah. Um, very reasonable. But yeah, I remember he was adopted too um, by the Reverend. So he's Reverend Wakefield. He, yeah, we find out he's actually Mackenzie. Yeah, so there's still a lot of mystery going on about like what happened in this time. Like, why is Claire still like so mad at Frank? Why does Brianna hate them? Hate her mom? And something very interesting happens in Scotland, though. They find Galus Duncan. Who and... we thought was burned at the stake in season one. Yes. And so Well, she was, yeah, that's right. We thought she was burned at the stake, but we find her in 1968. So we're thinking, oh, this is before she ended up going back in time. Yeah, and a lot of people are confused because, like, what, huh? Um, because for Claire and her family and friends, when they travel in time, the like 1740s are rolling with the 1940s, the yeah. The it's like in sync, seven, I guess. Yeah, the 1750s are are with the the 1950s. Like the they're like it's constantly like just 200 years off. So with Duncan though, she left in 1968. She even said that at the witch trial. She said yeah. 1968. And she was inserted into a before Claire got there. Yeah, but she had got there before. So if you're looking yeah. at the timeline, she had she had left after Claire, but it's she had wigged. He gotten whack. There <laughs> he had gotten there before her, though. I just pull out a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, though, I think a lot of people need like need a. I know it's kind of confusing to think about. Galus is still. This is before she ever had met Claire, yeah. even though Claire's an old woman now. Um, this is her before Claire had come back in season one. Yeah. 
So yeah, this can be a little tricky um, there. Yeah, but... but anyway, she's she's like a Scottish patriot. She's like having these talks, handing out pamphlets. Out of Bonnie uh, Prince. Yes, the Bonnie Prince Charles, and she's a believer in the stones. So, except she believes some things a little bit differently, um, a little bit more traditional, I guess. <laughs> a little more conservative with um, her stone values, you know, like yeah. blood sacrifice. <laughs> So there's a lot of processing between Brianna and her mom that goes on in this video, but I think she comes to a more of an understanding of what happened. And, and they actually find out that Jamie may have survived the battle. Mm-hmm. And um, to what convinces her that the time travel was real. They see, oh, that's Galus, right. yep. they see Galus go through the stones after she murdered Killed her husband on fire. Because <laughs> she thinks she... you need a sacrifice to get through, but all you need is a stone. You don't need the yeah. sacrifice to make the stone work. You just need a you stone. need like a gem a and gem. a stone. The sacrifice it doesn't hurt your chances. It like, doesn't like uh... <laughs> yeah, maybe that's how you go back further in time. Like the more sacrifices the st- you make, the stone people are like, maybe we should have made like some kind of thing that if if they sacrifice somebody, it doesn't go through. Uh, well, we didn't think they were gonna kill people to go through. Like it's not on us. <laughs> <laughs> the gods of the stones are just all sitting around a table just like brainstorming what they can do how can we make this better what we need an update <laughs> maybe like a patch to the the system here she sees that brianna finally believes her mom because she thought she was crazy at first they find out jamie survived the battle they find his name on a manifest of the prison like oh shit he might have survived which makes claire like i gotta go back gotta go back there so through all this time, she still loves like 20 years or something. Or... Yeah, it's been 20 years, too. And she still wants her, her Jamie. So Jamie. So that's that's pretty much it. They She decides to go back. Season cuts. Man, we tried to make that short, but it's just so <laughs> but it much just to talk about. didn't work at all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about this season. I feel like maybe the later seasons, there's not as much to talk about. And these these just first two are just so jam-packed. So dense with plot and, and motivations and such. There's the one thing that's not debatable is that the king was not taking a number one. <laughs> he... <laughs> Solid number two. Solid so number two. solid. So glad they cleared that up in this season. No more confusion with the um the big plot hole we had with Willie in season one. With Willie saying that he went number one, but what? It wasn't oh. it, that wasn't cleared up in this season. I'm hoping maybe future seasons. Well, well I mean, well, we're gonna look yeah. for clues and yeah, signs. We're hoping. Yeah. We're gonna we'll get, give you the breakdown. We want to get to the bottom of this as much as you. Yeah. Dinafash. Dinafash. Because we will be coming back with the third season recap pretty soon, pretty darn soon. You like it, sumps. Yeah, like it, sumps. Yeah, <laughs> you great gobs. Yeah, dozy stouts. And you lovely listeners, that we really appreciate you checking yeah. out our podcast. We hope you enjoyed <laughs> this episode. And we've had a lot of fun talking about the show. Uh, Steve, anything else you want to say before we sign off here? Oh! Okay, thank you for giving me that. And uh, but please check us out on all the social media platforms. We hope you subscribe to the Screen Chronicles. And as we always say here on the Screen Chronicles, goodbye, a goodbye.